Welcome to the Passive Income Examiner Podcast, where we dissect passive income systems and strategies as a solution to the silent worries that keep us up at night, like how to pay for our kids' education, or how to build up a retirement we can be proud of, or heck, how about just having a few more family vacations? Hey, I'm Lindsay Sutherland, working mama of four who escaped the big city for a log cabin in the woods, who loves country music and rock and roll, and I believe it is possible to make money while we sleep. Welcome, friends. Let's dive into today's episode. Today, I am welcoming Natasha Parm. Uh, Natasha is a mindset and confidence coach for moms who want to be digital nomads. Um, So Natasha, thank you so much for joining us today. Please tell me a little bit about you and, and kind of how you found your way into your, your business today. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, thank you for inviting. And I'm very happy to be able to share with your listeners about my life because I love to inspire others to have the same life. So how to reply to your question, how I came to the life I have today, it has been with many different steps and different Adapting, I would say, I adapted a lot to what the world was looking for and also what I wanted to really bring to the world and what I wanted to do with my life. So this is how, like, right now I'm, uh, as you said, a life, uh, lifestyle and mindset coach. I help uh, moms have more confidence to scale their business, to be able to travel the world with their kids. And this is something that I wanted to do for years. And this is what I have been doing for my life but I always I don't know I did other things because I have a lot of knowledge about business so I was helping before people on business side but it was missing this element of really helping people with their life as a general not just their business so that's how I came in fact to to this right now this year it's I want to help more people to do this I see I have seen in so many groups or people talking to me and saying, yeah, you have like the dream life. And I always feel like I have it, yes, but you can as well have it. So I really, I made it my mission to help others have the same life. So that's how I get into, into this. Okay. You, uh, you mentioned that you love traveling, really just off topic. What has been some of your favorite places to visit? Uh, okay, so as I have been traveling to over 60 countries, <laughs> 60 countries, yes, and my daughter, 10. <laughs> so um, for each continent, to reply to your questions. In Africa, my favorite one, well, I have two. Uh, Namibia, it's difficult to choose in fact. And Namibia is one of my favorite because it's very, like, it's all about nature. You can, like, drive and see a zebra on your right, you know, like, okay, you're, you're not, you know, in the national park. No, you're just in the country. <laughs> and so Namibia is one. And also the hospitality of people there is very amazing, especially because of the way I'm traveling. I'm always very close to locals and a lot of uh, tourists are not so I was very like for them it was different to really get in touch with some tourists and uh, so Namibia and Morocco are my favorite I don't know exactly why I love Morocco so much but each time I go there I, I love the vibe I love how it is there how they are close to their culture like the food that you can have in the street and and everything I love Morocco for this 
Wow. So this was for Africa, then South America, I would say Argentine, Argentina, uh, even though my partner is from Brazil, but sorry <laughs> to say that Argentina is, wow, it's my favorite country there because you have such a diversity. In this country, you can have mountains, you can have uh, volcanoes, but you can also have like nice beach, forests, everything in one country. So, and the food also is like you you can see that I love eating <laughs> it's an important point in, when I'm traveling then in Europe I would say Ukraine which is a country that is not very well known or visited but it's it's amazing as well like the people there are very very open very humble I guess also for their history and yeah I love this country again I love Thailand, but for hospitality, I would say that Mongolia was my favorite. Very, very open people, very, very, very hospitable, like the, the most hospitable in the world. So, yeah, this was very nice experience in Mongolia as well for me. Tell me a little bit about your business, about your passive income strategy, and kind of how you got that going, and, and maybe some of the, the ups and the downs that you went through to get to it. So I have several uh, passive incomes. And to be honest, I built it one at a time. And it was at first, it was not really my, my goal to have passive income strategies, businesses, but it just came one after the other. And I saw the opportunity. And because I value the time I have and the time I have with my daughter, it just came naturally for me. So the first one that I did, which is I would say maybe the most difficult one for people to enter. So uh, if you don't have some budget, that would not be the first one I would recommend, but that's the first one I started with. Uh, it's having a vacation rental business. So I have a flat in the countryside of Valencia, Spain, that I rent. And this is, since this year, it became passive because before I was doing everything myself. So I was replying to the messages. I was going for the cleaning and I was doing the checking uh, myself. And this is something that it took me a long time to turn into passive uh, because I was kind of thinking, yeah, can I trust someone else? Will that person be good enough? Will they like treat the people that I'm receiving as well as the time treating them? Will they know how to clean for them? Like, all those things that you like, it's, I think it's very difficult for a lot of people to let go when it's like your own business. Uh, it's not, it's not easy, but I had um, a booking for uh, December and at that time I was going to be in Brazil we were going to be in Brazil for three months it was a good amount of money and that's how when I started okay I need to have a team and to have a property manager to take it to, to take care of it for me and in fact at the beginning I thought it will just be when I'm not there uh, that person will do it for me but after I saw, okay, this is, this is perfect. You know, of course, the first day when like the guests were arriving, I was thinking, oof. And I was chatting all the time with uh, the property manager. Is it okay? Did you do this? Did you do that? So very like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, but now I see it's not, it's not too far. In fact, I'm going there um, to spend some, some time with my daughter today after this interview. 
but so it's not too far it's one hour one hour and a half uh, from here but still if you think okay one hour and a half to go there then cleaning the time for cleaning the time to wait for the guests because they are not always on time and all those things it was taking up a lot of my time and energy and i have to uh, admit that cleaning is not my strong point <laughs> not yes. something that i love doing i do it because i have to do it so having someone in fact do it for me was it was a perfect step uh, to be to have to do it and then to make it a passive income so that's the first one of right. my passive income so let me ask you a question on that note because a lot of people that um, are interested in using real estate as a passive income i mean Obviously, from the perspective of the U.S., you know, they wouldn't think necessarily of going abroad to make an investment. Um, and what would you offer as like a strategy tip? Like maybe how do you find properties in other countries or more importantly, I think, how do you if you can't afford cash? Like, How would you get financed for, for a property like that? Do you have any insight on that? Uh, yes. So first, I was not abroad. I was already in Spain uh, when I I found this this property. And I would say honestly that to choose a property, because I know in the US uh, it can be quite challenging to find a property that is not worth a lot. Um, in Spain, we have the we have the chance that the properties are not that expensive. If I also compare it to France, I would like it would be more difficult to afford it to pay cash, as you say. In Spain, it's very affordable. So uh, I would I would recommend people to either find a property in a country like Spain where it's affordable, because then the return on investment it's worth it. Like the passive income that you're getting is worth it. Or to find a property that you would have to renovate. Uh, so that you can buy for a cheaper price, renovate, then make it a passive income, getting like people to rent it. Uh, I would advise short term more than long term because you can have problems. Otherwise, you don't know really how your property will be taken care of. Uh, and then the best is that when at one point you want to sell it because you bought it not renovated, you will be making a good margin. Your, your investment would be worth it. Plus, you can sell it as a business. If you were renting it, you don't sell just a house, you sell it as a business, making that much profit every year. And that can be a big plus when you're selling. You're not just selling a property, you're selling a business. Okay, so that made it easier because you were there. That would definitely make sense. Yeah, but there are agencies. There are agencies to do it for you. Like, there are many investors here who are not not from here, and I know someone who did the contrary, who is uh, here in Spain and who invested in, in the US. So I think there are always, you can always find someone, like basically don't, my tip would also be not, don't try to do everything yourself. Uh, when there is someone there who knows the market, who will be able to find the best deal for you and find someone who is not only for real estate, someone who knows the short-term rental market because it's very different from just real estate as a whole, uh, the vac vacation rental market. So have someone who is specialist for this. Okay, great tip. Thank you. Okay, so what's your next um, passive income strategy? So how many do you have, by the way? I have three. So the second one is related in a way. That's why I say like I took it 
one step after the other without thinking about it. And the second one is um, because I saw that so many owners, vacation rental owners, had the problem of uh, marketing their properties. They don't really, didn't really know how to market it outside of Airbnb platform. Now there is a lot of competition on Airbnb. And they didn't really know how to do, how to use Facebook, how to use social media in general, how to use Google. So that's how I got into um, two of my next uh, passive income strategies. Uh, one is I created a course about social media, like different courses, but the best ones, uh, best selling one is about social media to like basically it's a do-it-yourself course. And they go over the course that I created to help them uh, to market better their properties on social media. That's my second uh, passive income. And the third one, which is related to it, is I have also done-for-you uh, services for vacation rental owners who don't want to do it themselves. Then I have a team who is doing it for them. Again, it's passive because basically I'm I'm chatting I'm with, the, with the owner, but... I have a team who is doing it for me, of expert who is doing it for me. Let me ask you a question then, and this might be a good fit. This might be a great uh, fit for you and for our listeners. So let's say we have somebody at home who is <clears throat> coming to some money and they are thinking of investing into something that's going to generate passive income, but they really aren't sure how to reach out to a foreign country or to find, especially I would think, I'm just thinking out loud. I speak English, you know, am I going to find people who speak English? And what if I don't understand them? Do I have to get translators like that? My mind would just go in a million directions. Mm-hmm. Could people reach out to you? Would you be able to put them in touch with people who could be the property finder, let them get that initial investment and then use your company as a resource to, um, you know, to help market and keep the business going? Well, if I, it, it really depends on the countries where they are invest, uh, interested in investing. If it's in Spain, yes, I know someone. Uh, if in the US, I know some people as well. Uh, if it's in other countries, some in Asia, I know also some people. Uh, but if, it's, if I don't know directly the, pay, uh, the people who could help uh, that person or that listener, then I know a lot of groups. I mean, a lot of groups on Facebook where they would find someone for sure when they would find recommendations. So yes, that would be possible. So is that is that part of your coaching? Because I know we kind of talked about your coaching business too. Obviously, coaching isn't necessarily passive because you're still exchanging time for money. But um, is that part of your your what you're passionate about in coaching is helping people to launch that strategy? Yes and no. Um, when people are, if people, first, if people have a home base and uh, they think, okay, I want to travel the world, but like me, they don't want to not have everything when, uh, anything when they come back. So if they want to keep a base to come back, visit family, visit friends, then yes, I can help them start having this passive income as well and keep uh, keep their home so that when they come back like me for instance when I'm going today uh, I can go on holidays when the, the place is not rented or I can block the days if I want uh, this place for me when I, I need it so I can I help people do this yes I help people if they have a home base uh, to do this if they want to invest uh, before going to travel the world to make sure that they have a passive income a new passive income uh, as well, yes, that's something that I can also do because I have 
been through it. I know the different steps to take and which mistakes to do, not to do, and uh, what to do. But yes, I, I help them, but it's a uh, it's more as of a bonus, and my my coaching is more based, as you said, this is not a passive income, uh, but it's based on helping people go through their blocks to scale their business, to take it to the next level, because we have a lot of confidence mindset blocks which are making us charge way less than what our time is worth, and as we are talking about passive income, I think it's it's very important to know, okay, what I want to do with my time. Is it like worth it to spend one hour doing this for someone? One hour, like I'm, I'm nice. You can spend 10 hours for almost nothing. Or do I really value my time and I want to like charge what my time is worth? But this requires a lot of work on yourself to be able to, to be confident in your pricing. And this is something... Uh, that I help people with because I start when I started like the first thing I did as a digital nomad was teaching online. I was teaching French, and I was teaching French for five dollars the hour. So I know that <laughs> you can work for like very little money and spend all your time and your energy because I was drained at the end of the day. So I really put my energy into it and yeah, for almost nothing. So that's what I help people not only like raise their prices, but be confident in showing up, do lives, be on podcasts, um, showing up to help people in groups so that they don't feel salesy, but they feel like I'm here to help others so that they can have the income, enough income consistently to be able to travel the world. Because hey, I have traveled the world for at the beginning when I started doing it for not much money because I'm quite adventurous. Uh, but of course, it requires at least a basic <laughs> uh, income coming every month to do right. it. So that's what I help people to do. And also with their blogs on our, about, can I really do it? What about... I will not have the support. The family is here. How we do with my kids? How we do for socialization? So we work on all those blocks that are blocking, like uh, preventing them from living the life they want. They really want it, but they are putting some excuses. To be honest, it's excuses to not do it. It's so true. That's wonderful. And I know there are so many people out there that. Um, learn to travel the world especially take their families like this is a thing world schooling you know taking your kids yes. to the world to get an education and what a wonderful way to expose them to so many things um and it could be very scary i mean knowing what countries to go to where so where do you find i mean you you have a lot of experience traveling so when you get an idea of where you want to go how did you really find out a little bit about the country and what would it take to get into the country? Did you have like a process of picking your next destination? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I I will try to think back for when <laughs> I was a bit scared of traveling. Uh, so I was doing like some researches on some uh, specialized magazines, but it's French, so it's called Le Routard. But you have basically more or less it's different, but uh, it can be compared to Lonely Planet, where you can find information. But I think that nowadays, with internet and with people sharing, there are so many groups where you can ask questions. I see this all the time. People are asking, I'm thinking about going there. 
Uh, what do you think about this destination? Is it safe to go with kids? How is it for daycare? How is it for this and this and this? Uh, so I think nowadays there are so many places where you can ask. It's, I think it's always easier to ask for people uh, because they will be the best and information. I, yeah. Okay. I love your I love your tips and your suggestions. What was one of your biggest hurdles? Like, in, especially I'm really interested in your, um, how you created a business, like obviously you saw a need, you said, hey, there's these people with vacation properties, they need help. Um, I see the need, but that that's a big leap from just saying, I see a need to creating a whole team and a whole company. I mean, that's actually really impressive. What, what were some of your biggest hurdles um, getting that set up? Well, I would say that a lot of my hurdles, and this is why I help people on this right now, we're about mindsets. I, I, I think you always, we always tend to compare ourselves to others. Ah, yeah, but this other person is offering it. Why, why me and not them? Uh, also, the pricing. Oh, can really, can people really afford my prices? There were a lot of mindset problems, and again, the same for this business as I had for my vacation rental business, thinking, are other people, can other people do what I am doing uh, for me? So to delegate, to outsource some of the things was a big struggle for me at the beginning. But if you want to to elevate your life, if I can say so, you, you need to. You cannot do everything yourself. Uh, this is not possible. Otherwise, well, you just spend all your time in front of your computer and we are not <laughs> done for this. I, I, I didn't leave my job to do the same thing for myself. But in fact, a lot of people say, okay, yeah, I will build my business. But then they spend more hours for less income in front of their computer and don't spend time with the family because I think they miss a lot of confidence. You can look at all of the strategies in the world. That's what I did for one of my business, which didn't work because of this. Because like there was a need, there was everything, but because I was lacking confidence and my is the right mindset, I was trying this strategy, this strategy, but without really knowing okay why and without thinking I will do this and it will work. Yeah, the the biggest struggles were about like mindset and outsourcing being like accepting the fact that to elevate your business and your life you need some people are saying it like this uh, I never thought it like this but it's the same uh, to be the CEO of your company not just to be an employee and I think too something that people would could struggle with or I, I would think to myself you know that moment where you're maybe getting just enough income to get started and you're, you've helped a few people and you're like, oh, I see this could be helpful. I think I could do more. But then branching out and A, trusting, trusting somebody else to take over a portion of, of your income stream. Mm-hmm. And, and two, also being able to balance that leverage of the expense of them and trust that more income is going to come in. Like there's that moment where you're like reaching out, you know, and it could fail and you could end up losing everything you've built or it could grow and like trusting that it can grow and, and that you're making the right choices. Like that's a huge hurdle right there for people to just release and, and, and transfer that energy out and then expect returns. I mean, I can see how mindset would be a massive hurdle right there just in I don't know just in the confidence of letting go and letting somebody else step in to help 
Um, some people, I know me, I struggle with that. Like even at my house with my own kids, like <laughs> trusting <laughs> them to water my garden. <laughs> Got done, right. <laughs> Yeah, I think on the personal, yeah, it's uh, even more challenging. So, yeah. So, if you could do it over again, like if you could look back and start over again, is there anything you would do differently? Is there any changes you would do that may uh, people, other people could learn from maybe your mistakes? Mm -hmm. So, first, but this is very personal, what I would do uh, differently, I would start directly from what I'm doing right now because, because this is. This is my purpose. This is what I have always done with friends. I have always pushed them in a good sense to, to go after their dream, to, to be motivated. And in fact, that's, the, that's what brings me joy and energy. So I would say, like, if it's uh, more for the listeners, do really what passionates you. Don't do just something that you have seen is a new trend online. Oh, yes, that's how I can... You can be like get like to the six figures, but if you don't have the motivation behind, the energy, the passion uh, behind, then I think it's uh, it's difficult to make it grow to be something that you can relate on, rely on. I think it's uh, it's very important. That's one of uh, of the things. And the other thing is yeah to trust other people. You cannot do everything. You cannot be expert everywhere. And in fact, I think, and this is something that I'm trying to change right now, is to not be just one person, but to have, you know, a team uh, doing different things, having different experts and being together. I think having a community and helping the world with one mission that is shared by those people is for me, it's much nicer than doing it alone. Of course, doing it alone, as you say, uh, might bring you more income, but it might be more satisfactory to do it uh, as a team. Yeah, but it's not necessarily more efficient, right? <laughs> okay, so how can people reach out to you? How can they connect with you? Um, let's say they want to work with you as a coach, or maybe they have questions about travel and they are just wanting to be part of your tribe. How do they get in touch with Natasha? Well, uh, if they want to be part of my tribe, I have a group and I will leave you the link for it. So it's called Online Business Boost for, I think, for parents who uh, want to travel more with their kids and become digital nomads. But I will leave the, uh, the link so that it's easier. And they can also find me directly on Facebook on Natasha Palm and send me a direct message. I'm always happy to help others if they have any question about this lifestyle or about traveling, about the passive income streams that I have built. I would be happy to, to reply and help them. Okay, and we'll link those uh, into the podcast notes as well. And, um, you know, also, if you're okay with it, we can link your course you mentioned that uh, I think, you know, really give people a place to start and get to know you a little bit and then maybe, you know, go from there too. So... Mm -hmm. That's exciting. Well, thank you so much for being a part of our show today. Um, it's just been a true pleasure and honestly, and it's exciting to get to know somebody that's traveled the world, who's investing in places in other parts of the country. And just, you know, that's just, a, it's really something I think more people can do and just uh, either are just afraid of or or whatnot. So thank you for sharing. You're welcome. I would say that the most important is to do it one step at a time. Of course, now you see the whole picture of I did this, 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 this. But as I said, I didn't do it in one day. And the world was not built in one day. 
uh, do it one step at a time. Okay, what's what's your next goal? And then do daily action to reach this goal. And then, okay, what's my next goal? Uh, so that's because otherwise you're overwhelmed and uh, you're not doing anything. Well, I love how every bit of your story was, I saw a need and I filled it. I mean, mm-hmm. instead of just trying to think, how can I make money? How can I generate income? It was, oh, I see someone needs help. And then you create something that offers the help they need. And, and truly, that's what the best businesses do as far as what I've seen. So that's wonderful. And it's, it's no surprise to me that you're, being, you're so successful. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to the Passive Income Examiner podcast. I just want to give a big thank you for listening. And in celebration of my launch, I'm giving away a gift pack that includes a $50 Amazon gift card, a Tools for Wisdom 18-month planner, and a 30-minute strategy session with me. Here's how you can win. Head over to iTunes and leave me a starred review, then screenshot that review and tag me on Instagram at the Passive Income Examiner. I'll announce the winner the first week of November. Today, friends, let's empower others who are also looking to escape the rat race and find a better way because we actually can make money while we sleep.